You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer. This is episode five. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm super excited to have Shadia Jansen here today. She is a mindset coach, and I think she's going to have a lot of really insightful, cool things to say about her business and her journey and how she got to where she is. So Shadia, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm super excited to be here. This is awesome and <laughs> excited to support you with your new podcast. Thank you so much. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are before we get into the meat of the conversation? Oh yeah, sure. So my name is Shadia. I am from Curacao. I always like to point that out because it's a place most people don't know where it's from, but it's in the Southern Caribbean. What I do is I'm a mindset coach. I help aspiring entrepreneurs find their purpose and build a wildly financially free life. So basically I help people get started in their business. Nice. So how did you come about with becoming a mindset coach and a business coach? Like, where did that start for you? That's very interesting because I remember, I don't know if everybody believes in these things, but when I was younger, I think I was 14. It might be a few years, I might be a few years off, but I was in church and this man came up to me and was like, you're going to help women. And I was like, huh, I like to (laughs) hang out with boys. (laughs) You're like, I'm 14. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm like a to- tomboy. Like, what do you mean I'm going to work with women? <laughs> and so that, it stuck with me. And then again, I, I was, it was December 2007. I still remember that. And these two ladies told me the same thing. You're going to work with m- women. I was like, okay. So it stuck with me and eventually I developed like a passion to work with women, but I just didn't feel good enough. And Mm -hmm. what I really wanted to teach women is that they can take control of their lives and live their life that they always dreamed of. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't living exactly my dream at that time. So I thought I have nothing to say. And I specifically wanted to teach women to build businesses and I didn't have a business either. Mm -hmm. So I started to think of ways that I can start a business so that I can eventually teach women how to make their own business. And that was the issue. I was trying to find all these things. I did um, blog. I tried blogging. I tried having a tour company Uh, email funnels, email marketing, all these things. But none of them fulfilled me because what I really wanted to do was work with women. Mm -hmm. And so I eventually, I did a lot of inner work. I started following a few coaches online. One of them eventually I hired as my coach and she really taught me that it's okay. Like if that's what you want to do, you have a past and things that you overcame you can help women overcome these things and you might not be a millionaire yet. So you can't teach people how to become millionaires exactly yet, but you can still help women overcome what you've overcame. Yeah. That's amazing. So 
Do you mind sharing a little bit about that journey? I mean, you don't have to get super personal, but like, what have you um, overcome and what, how has that shaped your coaching and how you help women? Well, I think for me, for a long time, I tied my value in life in general with my income. Oh yeah. So, that, that's so normal for women. I mean, I think yeah. I've done that too. Yeah. And I think because I wasn't making much money, especially with the, on the business side of things, I think I thought I was unvaluable. And then you have, you know, even family members sometimes or friends that say, well, you should do something with your life. You have all this potential. But I was, I felt so worthless to do anything because I wasn't making the money. And it's funny because because I was feeling that way, I wasn't making money either. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I worked through a lot of limiting beliefs of worthiness, starting to love myself because I was so hard on myself, almost like I would paralyze myself mm, yeah. after I did something wrong. So I worked through that. I had to work through money beliefs that, you know, money is abundant and you don't have to stress about it. It flows through your life if you allow it and things like that. So, and by the way, this is a constant process too, because even today I realized that I have a hard time receiving money. So if I work for something and I get the money, okay, fine. But if somebody gives me something, I have a big problem receiving that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, those are things that I'm working through now and it is a constant process of getting rid of these things. That, that's good to hear because I feel like so many people think, oh, I do this program or I work with this coach and then I'm all good. I don't have to do it anymore. I don't have to do the inner work anymore. But mm -hmm. it's so true for me. It's been a constant process. Every Even like yesterday, I woke up and I was like, Ugh, I don't feel worthy of this. Like, I don't yeah. feel like anybody is going to work with me. I don't feel like money is coming to me. And I had to like re-evaluate that once again. It's an everyday struggle. It's an everyday work. It's an everyday process. Yeah. And that's what I guess a lot of people don't even understand. And I think a lot of people too focus so much on strategy. Mm -hmm. And they say, you know, you follow this and this and this and you'll be successful. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. But if you're fearful of following all of those steps, or if you don't feel confident enough, how on earth are you going to do them? Yeah. And yeah, I, that's what I've been trying to communicate with my clients is that, mm -hmm. yeah, we, you can have the best strategy. We can put together an amazing funnel. We can put together an amazing ad campaign. But if you don't really know who your client is, if you don't really believe in your messaging if you don't believe you can be successful it's gonna fall flat that's mm -hmm. no matter what money or time you put into it it's gonna fall flat you have to do the inner work to understand yourself and your clients before you can have a successful business exactly and people want to skip that all the time because it's the inner work doesn't seem to be bringing money, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's not sexy. Like it's not fun. No. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to journal today and do <laughs> affirmations. I'm going to totally make money doing that. But you can, <laughs> it just doesn't sound 
fun and successful and it's no. not it's not what everybody's preaching like it's not you know like I'm making a million dollars from this one funnel and I'm in Bali and you know you mm -hmm. know what I mean like that's not the thing that everybody sees but all the most successful coaches and business women do that inner work that's yeah. the, that's the glue that I have found that bonds everybody together is that they spend time working on themselves. Sure. And another thing that I've noticed too is sometimes, you know, you hear in the news, I don't know, I celebrity gossip and all these things and you hear this person went to meet with this coach or somebody with an alternative way of thinking and you're like, oh, they do those things because they have money to waste. Yeah. But it's not because they have money to waste. It's because those things help them get the money so they can do more things with their life. Yeah. So in, in talking about money, have you run against, or run against, come against um, people who um, are very resistant towards paying to work with you and have a block towards that? And if so, like, what have you done to kind of ease them into making that commitment and that investment into themselves and their businesses? Yeah, of course I've come to uh, people that have gone, that have come up on that block. And I think it's because we are not taught that we need to invest in ourselves at all. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are parents out there that teach their children that, but it's very, very few and very, very little. And I think a lot of times when people do not want to invest in themselves, it, it has to do with that, but it also has to do with the belief that they will follow through. Mm, yeah, because it's true. Like, you can pay for services or coaching or whatever, but if you don't put the work in too, again, it's going to fall flat. Mm -hmm. and, and I think people sometimes want the guarantee, you know, if I pay you let's say $5, I will make $5. Mm -hmm. But the truth is you can never guarantee that. And yet at the same time, when you work with a coach, you might invest $5 just using a really low ball number. <laughs> yeah, I was like, who is a $5 coach? <laughs> <laughs> but if you invest $5, like you can earn 15 to 100 mm -hmm. if you do the work. But if you don't, you'll earn probably zero. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Because every time I've kind of stepped out on that ledge and made that investment in a coach or an expert in some field that I don't really want to take the time to learn, um, it's always come back to my business in tenfold. Like, yeah. it always ups my confidence, ups my clients, ups, you know, whatever. And I was so scared for so long of investing I thought, I mean, mm -hmm. I think I said this the other day, like, I thought I could do it all on my own, that, like, I'm capable, I have a college degree, like, I've run this business for years, I don't need somebody else's help, but that's bullshit, like, you can only grow so much when you're doing everything. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. And, and there's, I think there's truth both ways, too, because you can do it alone. You can in certain regards. You can Google everything and do it. And keep it. <laughs> a, you're going to grow really, really slow, and there is like a ceiling to that growth. 
because you only have 24 hours in a day and yeah. you must sleep otherwise you'll drop <laughs> you'll drop asleep at some point yeah like you really are going to pull your hair out and be stressed out and it's not going to be a good place to build your business from because yeah that's what I've been trying to communicate to people for so long but there's just so much resistance but against Mm -hmm. investing in your business which seems silly like all the best coaches all the best business leaders don't do everything themselves no Why, why would you try to do it all yourself if you want to emulate you know a Tony Robbins or a Gabrielle Bernstein or a Marie Forleo, like, why would you try to do it all? It's crazy. And I think sometimes people see, you know, they, or at least let me put it from my perspective. I used to see rich people, like, um, hiring someone as if they're using that person to get to more richness. I don't know where that thought came from, but that's how I used to see it. But now I see it as once you start hiring people, you're helping those people as well. And if you're creating a good environment for them to be in, they can get the opportunity to learn from you as well and get better and better their own lives. Yeah, that's so it's so a true. win-win situation. It's not like you're using people or, you know, you're wasting your money. They're helping you and you're helping them. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, it might be off topic, but... No, that's <laughs> great. Up for me. So, since you've been in this world, since you've, you know, come into this coaching world, what has your biggest struggle been? Besides the mindset piece, like what have you come up against, you know, family members who thought your business idea was stupid or like what, what has been the thing that has really, um, held you back sometimes or made you pause a little bit and say like, Oh, should I be doing this? I think the funny thing is for me, the belief in myself and also trying to balance between working too much and creating it from a place of flow and ease. Mm, Yeah. Interestingly enough, my family members have been very supportive, which I didn't think they would be because at first I thought what I was doing (laughs) wasn't (laughs) great. So it was me, not them. (laughs) Yeah. But I think the balance in everything has been very interesting for me Hmm. because I really believe and that you can create for a business from a place of ease and flow. Hmm. But sometimes I take that too far and I go into lazy mode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how do you balance that? Like, do you set boundaries on the time you work or do you just totally go from a place of like, I feel this intuitively, I'm going to work on this or yeah. What does, what does that look like for you? I've learned to balance both of those things. So now I started creating a schedule and I time block instead of, cause I used to be the schedule creator that would do five minutes, wake up, 10 minutes, get dressed. 
Wow. <laughs> that crazy schedule. But then if you go over one minute on the get dressed part, like your whole schedule is messed up because it's like so to the minute. Hmm. But now I've learned to time block. So I block, um, for example, a few hours in the morning for my workouts, for my meditation, journaling, and everything else, a few hours for work. And then most importantly, I block a few hours for myself hmm. because um, I found that that's super important. And if I cram up my schedule with a bunch of things, I usually do that the first day, but the second day I'm so tired that I can't continue. Yeah. And then when it comes to the, int oh, you were saying something? No, I was going to say, that's so true. Like we, sometimes you just cram too much in and then you're just like, Ugh, mm -hmm. why do I hate today? Oh, it's because I didn't give myself any time. Yeah. And when it comes to the intuition part, I do listen to my body and I do listen to myself. Um, I've even started becoming more aware of female hormones. Mm. That is crazy in itself because we only track, you know, our periods most of the time. Yeah. But the truth is that throughout the months, and I don't know all the scientific words, but throughout the month, there are days when our levels are higher and lower things, days we are super energized days. We feel like not doing anything. Yeah. And once you know how to balance that, you can um, create a better schedule. So yeah, day, that's true. Yeah, the day when you know that you're going to be energized, like, put in a bunch of stuff that day. <laughs> but the day that you know, you know, it's not going to be that great hormonal-wise, it's okay to take it a little bit easier. Yeah. That, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. If you were to give one piece of advice to someone who wanted to get started with mindset work, what would that be? It would be to first off, start identifying the things that are really holding you back. Mm -hmm. and this will have, will, will be a lot deeper than you think it is. For example, um, people used to say that I was lazy. And I always had headaches, so I would tell people that. And they would think, you know, I come up with an excuse. When in reality, I pretty much had headaches all week. And I would like wait till the last minute that I couldn't handle it anymore to tell people. And then people would be like, oh, you were fine the whole time. Why weren't you, you know, why all of a sudden you have to give up? And I think that created the thought in my head that I'm lazy because everybody said that. But in reality, I wasn't lazy. I was really in a lot of pain. And so that is like digging deep into the issue and finding out the source of it. And once you find the source of something, then you can really deal with it. And most of the time realize that it's nothing. Like wow. the belief that you came up with that is nothing. <laughs> Mm, yeah. So that's a place I always tell people to start out. And that's just an example. If you really like dig deep, you'll find so many things. And <laughs> it's like a constant process of working through things. 
Yeah. So were you able to heal your, the root cause of your headaches? Oh yeah. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> by the way, this is pretty interesting. I, I had it from the age of five until, I don't know, a few years ago. I did, the doctors did all kinds of tests on me and it turned out to be just stress. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, um, I mean, I don't think people realize the amount of intensity and pain that stress can actually cause. Like it can cause so many illnesses. Mm -hmm. Wow. So how did you heal that? Was it just through like meditation or journaling or what, what was that journey like for you? It, it's been a combination, but I think how I discovered it, it was the doctor was like, why don't we send you to therapy? And he was like, I'm sick and tired of hearing about this. Let's just try something to shut you up. And <laughs> it actually worked. <laughs> so I went through a physical therapist. I think in America, they call it chiropractors. Yeah, chiropractor. Yep. Here, everything is therapist. <laughs> <laughs> in all the different languages we speak. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's how I started it. And I started massaging myself more and more. But I've noticed that meditation helps dealing with problems instead of just holding on to them really made a difference for me. Yeah, it's amazing how holding on to worry and doubt and stress can manifest itself as chronic pain or um anxiety or whatever like it's just it's all from the same place it just shows up on your body differently mm -hmm. it does and now that we're talking about that even you know all these things can also hinder somebody from starting a business yes because can you and I have tried it. Can you imagine trying to start a business when you're constantly having headaches? Like, it's hard. <laughs> it's yeah. not impossible. Yeah. Well, it was funny when I started my business, I got out of my normal nine to five from a place of like, oh, I'm so stressed and anxious and I hate my job. I'll just mm -hmm. go do this. And then I was like, well, why am I still stressed and anxious? I'm not yeah. in this job anymore. And it was, oh, I have to deal with my own crap. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to deal with my own anxiety. Like, that's just going to follow you around. Like, I like to think of it as like almost like a, like a gremlin or a monster that just follows you around. Like, it's not just going to go away magically. Yep. He's always <laughs> going to be there following you until you deal with it and tell him to go away. And he's probably mm -hmm. going to come back. You just have to constantly tell him, go away. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I, I feel like I resisted mindset work and meditation and journaling for so long because I, I thought, oh, that's just like hippie crap. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't need that. It's stupid. And I had done therapy. Therapy helped. But... I thought all that other stuff was just stupid. And then I started doing it and I was like, oh, okay, it does work. It is real. Yeah. <laughs> like nowadays I schedule about, I think it's four hours total, but I do a workout, breakfast, meditation, journaling, all that in that time. And before I would be like, no, 
I can't, I, I can't work out. I can't do all these things because it's taking away from my business. Like everything felt like it's taking away from my business. But now I see that it's the thing that is making me grow. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And that's, again, I've been doing this almost six years and I'm still in that learning process. I still am trying to get out of that. Uh, I have to work hard to be successful. Yeah. I have to constantly be thinking about work to be successful. I've realized if I take a walk or if I go work out or if I take an hour to journal, like I usually come back ready to work and mm-hmm. I'm in a better frame of mind, which again, it seems so stupid. Like it seems like I should have known that, yeah. but, but it's getting out of that mindset of working hard and hustling. Cause that's kind of what has been perpetuated in the female entrepreneur world is you've got to hustle and work hard and that's how you make money, but it's not necessarily true. Yes, and I think as women too, even unconsciously sometimes because women have been put down in relationship to men uh, for all those years, sometimes we try to prove ourselves, you know, that we can still do it. There's like this sense of proving yourself around women that is totally negative because you are great, you are worth all the things in the world just because of you being you. Yeah. It's it's so true. I, so have you come across negativity in the space of working with other women? Like have you felt that competition between women? Um I won't say necessarily that I've clashed in that. Sometimes I feel like um For example, when I post in a group and I share like this beautiful story or I ask a question, I feel like coaches have this thing when they see somebody that needs help and they all jump in to help that person. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of drives me crazy too. I'm like, oh, this person is like being bombarded with sales pitches. I know. And I I feel overwhelmed for that person. So I usually step away. (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah I think in that regard I feel it but I think that's the mindset of like there's not enough clients sometimes or um I don't know yeah I just don't feel good about it yeah that I really think there needs to be more of a movement of other female entrepreneurs helping each other and not trying to constantly compare and um, feel like it's a, oh, this is my client, not your client. Like, let's fight over this. Because it does feel like that in those online spaces. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone's just like, look at me, look at me, like, buy my stuff. Like, it's just a bunch of sales pitches. And it's, it feels gross I don't know I just agree I'm kind of over it (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of where the idea for this podcast came because I felt like nobody was really being real um or open Mm -hmm. about like what's actually going on and it was just a bunch of sales pitches disguised as uh stories (laughs) yeah I think you shared something about that today right yeah I think so I 
I just saw it right before I had to come on, so I didn't read the whole thing. But yeah, I'm all about helping others. Like oftentimes I ask coaches, especially because I'm a coach, what do you do? Because if I see somebody, somebody in help that needs help and I can't help them, I'm going to recommend them to another coach. Yeah. That to me is very important. Like I have this friend, she's like a spiritual healer. Whenever I hear somebody asking for spiritual hearing, I, uh, healing, I automatically connect them to her because I can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say, oh, you don't need spiritual healing. You need mindset work. You know, like yeah. that's not what I will do. Yeah. So for anybody listening who maybe has not started their business yet, but wants to create a daily practice that's going to help alleviate stress, help them um, just have a better sense of well-being, like what, what would be one small step for them to start that process? I always recommend journaling because yeah. I, I think it's, um, even though some people find it scary, scary, I find it a lot less scarier than meditation. Yeah. <laughs> Meditation can be a little intense if you just think, yeah. I have to sit here and breathe for 10 minutes without thinking about anything. Like, uh-huh. that sounds so scary to most people. It's actually helpful, but that's a little intense for most people. Yeah. So journaling is really great. And when people don't know what to journal, I always tell them, you know, journal whatever's on your mind, like dump it all on that paper. and at the end of that, just take some time to just write, like let your pen go. Mm. And what happens during that time is your subconscious mind, your intuition, your angels, whatever you want to call it, oftentimes comes through on that page and you will write things that you didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> um, a solution, you'll get a solution, an inspiration, a different view different things from that experience and so that's what I recommend (laughs) yeah that's it's so true like that sometimes just writing it out can just be the biggest way to figure out your issue or your start your day on a good note honestly like yes or end your day I do both I begin and end my day that way and it's and I used to be such a journaler you know in like middle school high school and somehow I let that drop. And now that I'm doing that again, I'm like, why did I stop doing this? It's so good. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the same for me. And I think we carry so much thoughts in our head and we feel like responsible to remember all of them. But once you put them on paper, like, you know, you can get rid of some of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like therapy in a in a journal. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. Yeah. It's like therapy on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been so much fun, and I'm so glad we got to talk. Um, if anyone wants to reach out to you, how can they reach out to you online? Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm Hey Shadia on Facebook and Instagram. And my name is spelled S-H-E-E-D-I-A. 
Um, so, hey, Shady, on both platforms, you can reach out to me, send me a PM, send me a DM, follow me, whatever you want. And I also have a group called the Free Spirit Sheepreneurs. It's a Facebook group. And in there, I share a little bit more in-depth things that I won't share on my public social media. Nice. So do you have anything um, that you want to plug for your business? Anything that you, people might want to get in touch with you about besides just your Facebook uh, group or anything like that? Oh, yeah. I do have a program right now that is called uh, Madly in Love with Me. And it's basically everything that we talked about, like dealing with the stuff. <laughs> and the program will walk you through that. It is a self-study program you'll get. Um, to deal with what's holding you back, steps, like, step-by-step step how to do that. Forgiveness will work through listening to your heart and, like, self-care practices that you can have. That's and, great. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, yeah, it's self-study through 30 days. And you can find that on my website or you can just reach out for me to me for more about it. That sounds wonderful. Well, you guys should definitely take advantage of that because Shadia is amazing at what she does and she just has such a beautiful heart. And I think a lot of you are going to get so much out of uh, learning more about her and possibly doing this program. Yeah. So, thank excited. you. Yeah. Thank you again for being here. This has been such a great conversation and thank you for being open and honest and just having mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. It's been so much fun. And I love sharing and helping people through my story. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.